beauty. Who needs a kid's room when you can have all of this? Wow. Winnie, aren't we going to Bonnie? Hello and welcome to You'll Probably Agree. I'm with Pat McDonald from HollywoodChicago.com. Hello, Mike. <laughs> it's nice to see you again, Pat. Yes. Now, uh, you got to see Toy Story 4 early. Correct. And uh, having said that, we know that Toy Story 3 kind of ended on this perfect sort of note. You know, th th this wonderful send-off to Andy. And the biggest concern I had when seeing that they were going to make a Toy Story 4 was how could you possibly continue the story that that was the perfect emotional book and right so having said that does is Toy Story 4 I mean first of all good and also does it exist for a reason other than just choice. money that's a good uh, question the um that was my concern as well. In fact, I was not particularly looking forward to uh, Toy Story 4. Yeah, to me, neither. it was one of them on the list. I knew I had to cover it, uh, but I, I anticipated that it might have been too many times into the well. Okay. Yeah. But I'm, I'm pleased to say that because Pixar, it's Pixar, and Pixar, I think, is a very, very... Um, big philosopher on story first mm -hmm. story first is always going to win your day i don't think they they press one button on their computer until they have a good enough story locked down i'm not saying it's complete i'm saying there's yeah. probably adjustments made of course when they bring the voice talent in etc but the 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 opportunity that uh, pixar gives their creators is that give us a story that works Give us a reason to do Toy Story 4, and that's why this is definitely a worthy contender in the uh, whole series. It's different. It's, uh, it's emotional in a different way. Mm. Uh, it relies less on the connection to humans than, than the toy world itself. Uh. And that is the, that is the uh, genius of the film. And it continues uh, the series in a very, very positive way. Oh, that's been that is so. So when you see it, you don't go, "Why does we right. ended Andy's story?" Now right. we're saying, "Do you think after seeing that, you're going to think you want to see more Toy Story, or do you think they should just well, end it before you know?" Yeah, they certainly, at least in this one, left it open ended. It's a conclusion, but it's open ended, and mm. um, I'm sequels. I, you know, I, I don't, I don't anticipate, Tom Hanks said uh, he feels it's the last one. And, um, you know, I, I don't know what to say. It's, it's, a lot of people can do Hanks' voice, so they could probably take it into the future, and I'm sure there'll be, um, you know, attempts to uh, keep it going. Um, according to Pixar, they're, they're saying, we, we never say never about anything, only because we love the franchise so much. Mm -hmm. And I could see, you know, as new generations come in to work for their animation company, let me do that again because I burped. That's okay. <laughs> as new people come into their animation company, um, they uh, obviously get new spins on these characters. And um, it's possible in another five to ten years we'll see Toy Story 5. 
So I'm just I'm not saying they that they shut the door is basically ah, the short answer. I see. That. I see. I see. So uh, having said that, do you think that you know if people go on Rotten Tomatoes today, the movie stands at ninety eight percent. Yes. Uh, do you think that it creates sort of this? Um, unrealistic expectation folks might have when walking into the movie now because of sort of the high reputation that Toy Story has. And yeah, go, oh my another, God, it's, it's an 100 again, or 98, this is right, insane. Right, right, uh, Another, Another really good question. I Again, I had a different attitude. Mine was like, I think they're going back to the well too much. I'm not expecting much here. Yeah. And then they exceeded my expectations. So... But if you're going in and saying, I'm expecting another classic rendition of the Toy Story series. Mm. Um, and, you know, and, and, and the buzz around that has been, the buzz light year around that has <laughs> been, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> has been um, there, there are a few people who, are, who weren't particularly thrilled with the direction they took. Mm. I, you know, I, I think it's just kind of parsing you know, parsing your attitude toward the series. I think uh, the the risk of going away from the human playmates to more of a toy-centric story is, is a risk. It's always a risk when you're doing something different. And there's always going to be people who are not going to be along for the ride. Yeah, because they, they kind of bank on their nostalgia off their knowledge sure. of the emotional arc of the story. But it's like, in, in a way, I think it's appropriate from what it sounds like because you need to do something different because you can't keep banking on, oh, what's going to happen when Bonnie gets older? Well, exactly. we know what's going to happen. And, and, and yeah. what, what, what is unique about, too, we do see the trend. There is a transition in, yeah. the, in the story, and this transition really has to do with somebody being a, a particular gender. I mean girls and boys to play with toys differently and i think yeah. the movie does you know flirt with that which is interesting and uh, and it does give it a somewhat feminist uh atmosphere and i'm not saying it's you know hardcore or anything i'm yeah. just saying it well, Peep seems like a very independent character like exactly. Jessie was yeah. exactly she's escaped the realm of of being owned yeah if you will not, not that that's good or bad, because really they're not owned, they're played with. Mm -hmm. that's, a, that's a bad word. But uh, yeah, she escaped the realm of being a, a, a plaything. Yeah. And we see symbolically that uh, her, her uh, going out on her own is going to uh, be a fore foreshadowing of, of the rest of the toys oh, yeah, aspects. Yeah. Well, you I'm know, sorry. and also, I, I think maybe you've heard of this, but there is a new character named Forky. Yes, yes. And Forky is a product of uh, Bonnie's imagination. She mm -hmm. makes the toy in her... Uh, in her little play school. She like, just gets some glue and puts some exactly. eyes on it. And, yeah. and because it's from her imagination, it becomes a favored toy. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, you know, we forget that uh, a lot of our connection to toys also has to do with our imagination. And um, you and that kind of uh, storyline was kind of uh, poignant, you know, because we we do. Uh, I always think the uh, line to infinity and beyond. The beyond is the imagination, yeah. uh, and infinity is the infinity of our imagination. Mm -hmm. So I think uh, using Forky as a character, who's great comic relief, by the way, mm. beautifully done by uh, Tony Hale. 
mm -hmm. from uh, Veep. Yeah, um, yeah. A great choice for voice, too. And, and just, you know, what can I say? It's, it, you can make a million jokes about a, a fork toy. Yes, so, <laughs> and, and the, I don't know if they overdo it or not, but who knows? You well, know? I, I think this is the funniest of the four. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. They, 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 do, they do turn on the, the humor a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but not like in a condescending Last no. Jedi way. No, yeah. no, 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 not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Uh, so yeah, there's no. What were no your thoughts on the, of the shoulders? Yeah, what were your thoughts on the new characters aside from Forky? Do they work? Does like sort of the expansion of the world work at all? Sure. Like, well, I, I think one of the the uh, positive evolutions of the Toy Story series is always bringing in new toys, new characters. Yeah. And there's uh, a couple of significant new characters. Uh, uh, Key and Peel yes. play uh, <laughs> play stuff again. Great comic relief. In fact, I was so uh, enamored by that that I decided not to mention them in my review, uh, which I'm posting tonight. Yeah, I didn't mention them at all. I, I put them in the cast list, but not not mentioning them. And Keanu Reeves, Keanu yes. Reeves voices. Kaboom. This is so funny. Duke Kaboom. Yeah. The Canadian knockoff of Evil Knievel. <laughs> Two it, of it, the nicest actors in Hollywood in one movie. It's a tribute to both, you know, the 70s toys and how lame they were. Yeah. And, uh, and the fact that people were doing knockoffs of toys. <laughs> and, and Duke Kaboom, he puts the can in Canada. He's the Canadian stuntman. Oh, my Hilarious. God. And, and Reeve is perfect. Oh, my and God. Reeve, I can't wait to see that. I yeah. think everyone, like, this is like a Keanu, I think we call it the Revisance right now. <laughs> right. The Revisance. Yes. I heard about that. Uh, he, yeah, you know, but he, he's so low-key. Does he still not live anywhere? Is he still just living in a Does hotel? He, I don't know. Does he? I, for years, he never had a residence. He just really? lived in the hotel. Oh my he God. made enough money just to live in the hotel. He, he's just kind of one of those guys that can crash anywhere, I guess. Right, and and you know he's he's also ageless, like like yeah. Tom Cruise. They they go the same, you know. Uh, they they sign the same contract with the devil. So. Oh, I I wouldn't. I mean, I could insert a devil's advocate joke there, but <laughs> uh, I. No, I, I wouldn't say. No, nah, I just, yeah. I, I'm not a big fan of the, um, uh, what is it, the. Revisance? No, no, I, I'm a big fan of Keanu Reeves. Yeah. John Wick, I'm not a big fan of that series. Yeah, that, that, like to me, it seems like a strange time to have those movies out. I agree. But, yeah. I agree for yeah. the same exact reason you're thinking about yeah. the gun issues. And, and I. I uh, yeah. So I. But outside of that, like, you know. I don't think we have a lot of guns in Toy Story yet. No. We could have a toy gun, but yeah. Right. But I, I, I will say just the, the the last John Wick, which I kind of forced myself to see, and I, I mm. most likely I'm not going to see anymore. But but the point is, I, they are trying to establish a John Wick universe. Yeah. So there is a potential here to make it much more than just shooting people in the head, but I yeah. doubt it. Yeah, so, but, yeah. I mean, that's kind of the kudos. Whole appeal kudos of those to movies. the Revisance. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I love Keanu Reeves. He's like the most down earth guy. He takes a subway to work. You know, well, he, that's he what I'm saying. He, motorcycles. he really excuse that whole glamour aspect of it. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm as much uh, enamored of his lifestyle as I am of his his acting. I think so. I think that's I'm, more so why people love him. It's it's kind of proof. Like if you're a good person. Yeah. Good things can happen. He's coming you. on 40 years as an actor, so, you know. That's... I thought he was 50. No, no, yeah. I, I, I'm just saying he's been uh, an actor oh, yeah, for yeah, almost yes, 40 yes, yes. years. Yeah, but he is he is ageless. Uh, 
I have that too when I work out, but yeah. <laughs> like people ask me if I lost weight. I'm like, no, all I did was just grow my hair and my beard and just establish like a Jesus look and like it just, it just works out. <laughs> um, was there was there uh, anything in the movie that you, you didn't like or you think will displease the fans? That's an interesting question too. I, I Not really. I, I mean... Uh, because they established their own rhythm with the new story, you were engaged. I was engaged the whole time. So uh, there wasn't, I mean, you know, I, I gave it four, four and a half out of five. So I took a half star off for what? Probably I'm not the target audience. Right, right, <laughs> so, right, 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 right. So, yeah. but, but, you know, you have to acknowledge that this is, uh, this is a, a new direction and, uh, and give it give it kudos to the creators, and that's that's all I really, you know, want to emphasize. Mm, yeah, mm, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, I was going to ask what your overall rating is, but yeah. I think we answered that. Answer that question. <laughs> I was going with four, but yeah. then I was I, as I was writing the view, review, I said no, no, no. I got to give it that extra half. Oh, wow. Uh, it's not. It, it wasn't perfect, of course, but I I, I definitely definitely think for the touches. That yeah. they did, and the direction and story, I had to give them the extra half. Yeah, I mean just that's like like they care, but it's know. stunning how they keep making these movies and delivering. Because every time when they said Toy Story four, as a fan, right, I I had a very visceral, angry reaction. I, I, I wanted to, like, film myself on the camera just screaming, like, you're going to ruin it. You know, you ended the story perfectly, but it sounds like they're opening the gap for a new story. Or, yeah, opening a new really, gate, yeah. man. That's what you do, you yeah. know. And th they, this sequel can teach a lesson to all other sequels. Hmm. Um, you know, let's let's not do a sequel. Let's do another story. Yes. You know, and... Um, I'm not as huge a fan, obviously. Again, it's it's just not my generation. But when you think about it, it's been 24 years—an entire generation growing up with Toy Story. Yeah. So I could see where if you were an intense fan, you're like four. We don't need four. We had a conclusion. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I think again, they they pad it too. They they let nine years go by. I, you oh, know, you have wow. to. I mean, you figure. So Bonnie's older in this then. Well, not not. Particularly older, I think they let two years of real time oh, okay. go so by. It's not, okay, okay, she's going gotcha. in the kindergarten, so I can't Was remember it nine what. Nine years since yeah, Toy Story twenty ten, bro. Oh my god, I'm old. All well, right. not not only that, but time is just a rapid little river. Yes, so, yes, it is. Yeah, um, but yeah, that would explain it because I remember they called uh, Andy's cell phone in the beginning of Toy Story three, and it's like one of those flip phones. Sure, and uh, yeah. well, also too the. Um, you know, you figure it takes about three years to make one. So, yeah. you know, about three years ago, they said, okay, what do we have? Give it give it to us and see what we can do. And yeah. that looks good. Let's go. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm very relieved to hear this. Yeah. I'm excited to see the movie tomorrow and then to write up my review. And uh, thank you, Pat, for talking about Toy Story 3. And when we come Toy back. Toy Story 4. Toy Story. Uh, oh, God, I got to censor that. To um, Toy Story <laughs> I, that's the porn version. If anybody wants to check that out on X Hands, it was, it was just all the years in between when the toys <laughs> witnessed Andy going through puberty. Um. <laughs>
Okay. That's quite funny. Uh, so I uh, guess yeah, so. That, that, that's your uh, four and a half out of four five, five stars five for for the sake of this show. We go Toy out of four, four. Star, four stars. So. Uh, four, I would give it again the three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah. So that would yeah. be yeah, simple math. Simple uh, math. Yeah. So uh, so uh, four and a half on. HollywoodChicago.com, yep. on RightPAReviews.com, or on this podcast. So it would uh, be three and a half out of four for uh, Pat. Uh, I'm going to see you tomorrow, and I'll let you guys know what I think. Excellent. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the Toy Story legacy. Very good. And how it connects to us. I'm going to get real emotional. <laughs> All right, guys. Be right back. Walt Disney Pictures presents a totally new animated motion picture event. My name is Woody. This is my spot. Ah! I am Buzz Lightyear. I come in peace. Okay, so we are back. And uh, I wanted to talk about Toy Story the Legacy because it is a legacy. This is 1995. I was a kid in junior high then, I remember. And this was like a stunning Disney film because I didn't realize it at the time, but in the back of my head, I must have realized that Toy Story was sort of the first commercial animated film that all that wasn't only the first CG animated film, yeah. but it was also the first animated film that was set in a contemporary setting. It was kind of set in our own world. It wasn't about a prince falling in love with a princess or vice versa, you know, there's no singing teapots or hunchbacks of Notre Dame or magical elves. I think you forget Ants. Ants yeah. was set in our contemporary world. Was that, was that after? Was that after? I think that was it after. It was after, you're yes, right. Yes, that was after, yes. And we have it, lived an entire generation with Toy Story. And there's 24 a, yeah. years, 25 years being a generation, an entire generation. With the yes. Toy Story legacy, it is as ingrained as Winnie the Pooh or any of those other, you know, great children's epics. Absolutely. So when 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 Toy Story came out for you, what yep. was your experience like <laughs> with that? Because I know. Well, that's for that's, me. I was I mean, a very very. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not man. the target audience. Obviously, I I, I was. I don't won't say my age at 1995. Well, that's okay. I mean, the idea I was is I like to see the, the generational gap and just see how that, other people. The time. I, I'm trying to think if I even saw it in the theater the first one, but I think mm. I did, because at, you know at that time being just a fan of films. You wanted to see what was hot and new, and of course that got a lot of hype when it yeah. came out. So I, I, I'm, I, I probably, I'm positive I saw it in the theater, but, mm. but you know, again, um, I, I, I split the two. I, one and two I saw as just a regular moviegoer, yeah. and three and four I saw as a critic. Yeah. And and uh, on both ends of the spectrum, I, I enjoyed the series. Yeah. I I. The, the third one, which is the most emotional one, which I acknowledge packed a real punch yeah. at the end. Um, still, I thought that there was a bit of a redundancy in that third one hmm. uh, as they built to the climax, okay? It, was I, it the whole prison break thing and all well, that? Well, it just, you know, it was just, it was one of those goofy adventures that... I agree, actually, with that. And in some ways, Toy Story 3, if it weren't... What's that? There's, there's a line in uh, adaptation that I absolutely love, which is win him in the end. You know, that's what Brian Cox says, and that's definitely a movie that wins you in the end. Right. 
because uh, for the majority of it, like it starts out wonderful, but that middle act, mm-hmm. it's like okay, the toys are stuck somewhere again. Right, they right, have to right. break out of somewhere again. Right, right. I don't know if they do that in Toy Story Four. Well, I mean, there, there's a, but again, the the, the the refreshingly new story takes away that that problem. Mm. You know, in, in the first three Toy Stories, it's sort of the same dilemma. Yeah. You know, in the same setting, in the same people. So, you know, four is, you know, totally uh, divorced from that. So, you know, we, we don't notice the cliches, as I mentioned yeah. in the first segment. So. Yeah. But Toy Story was always resonant with me because, again, when movies link to childhood, they, I think that they leave a lasting, powerful impact. And as we've grown older, the filmmakers of Pixar... And the, the characters of Toy Story have grown older with us. Sure. If you look at the first Toy Story, it's essentially just a movie about dealing with jealousy. You know, you have uh, Woody, who's Andy's favorite toy. Buzz Lightyear comes in to rain on his parade. Right. And then the two have to learn to coexist with each other. And then Woody has to get over his character flaw, which is that he's not the center of the universe. He has to realize to care for others. I was looking at um, the summaries for the three movies just mm-hmm. to give myself a refresher. And I had forgotten about, uh, I believe it was in Toy Story 3, where Buzz Lightyear gets his setting turned off. And yes. then when he comes back, Demo he's mode. Spanish. Yes. <laughs> That's really great. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he gives, uh, he asks the uh, toys if they are, uh, you know, compadres or, right. or, or amigos. And then I don't speak Spanish. And then he Very says amigos funny. and he kisses Woody on the cheeks and kind of pats him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's really, it's really well done. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but, you know, they, 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 it's top creative people working on a top creative force. And, yeah. um, I mean, when you have that happening, you're going to get gold. And, yes. and, and pretty much, the, it's not only gold creatively, it's a gold mine for yeah. Disney and Pixar. So, Well, the, the, the great thing about it is because it's so resonant. Like the first one, again, simple story about jealousy. They move on. And then the second one, which originally was supposed to be straight to video. Right, because a DVD, lot of, exactly. Yeah, because a lot of Disney movies uh, for the sequels, it's just the way it worked. But a year into production, sort of like when they had like maybe a rough cut or a rough edit of what they were doing, Disney thought it was so good, they decided to release it theatrically. And the second one was the film that gave us the themes that we're all familiar with, with yep. Toy Story relating to mortality, abandonment, right. you know, love. And it, it, become, it, it has these extremely heavy existential themes that as we get older we connect to. It's so, funny you say that because yeah. there's there's some existentialism in four mm. that I found to be very, very refreshing. Mm. You know, you know, why do I exist? You yes, know. that's what I was thinking the existentialism came from, like with Forky, that he's built yeah. and they're like, wait a minute, we were designed for a toy and just some kid made us. Right. Like, right. What, what like are the, we just the exploration of that character is refreshing in many, many, many ways. And Disney must be going, how the hell are we going to make a toy out of this? <laughs> <laughs> they will. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody, uh, it'll be manufactured. They'll have like a sure. Forky set where they'll give you like glue and set. stuff like that. Yeah, we can make your own Forky. So let me ask you a question. Yeah. What is your favorite ancillary character? Uh, let's just say that Woody and Buzz are 
the stars. Yeah. So, so who, who who of your of the secondary characters oh. do you enjoy the most? It's Rex. I oh. love the fact that he's just this The great Wallace Shaw. Yes, the, the, the great voice. late Wallace Shaw. It's amazing how many actors have passed away. I, too, he's not know. dead. Well, he ain't dead. Oh, he's alive? Yes. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Uh, all right. I thought Rickles is dead. Yes, Rickles, John Rickles is dead. And, who did uh, Mr. Potato Head and Jim Barney. Jim Barney, I was going to say, yeah, yes. Who uh, did, Ernest, uh, yeah. Yeah, Ernest is dead. Yeah. Long live but, Ernest. Uh, no, I was, he did Slinky Dog, and then it yes. was taken over by Blake Clark. Yes. Uh, but I always loved Wallace Shaw's Rex because he's this dinosaur you think he's gonna be scary he was created because you know they had jurassic park come out at the time and what happened was uh he was just this neurotic nervous mess <laughs> of a dinosaur and he's he's always kind of the comic relief when i was listening to the audio commentary on the uh blu-rays they were talking about how they always wanted to give rex more lines and too but then they had to like exchange him for other characters because Rex is just such a funny character. You know, he he's kind of like you always want to perceive someone as something, you know, but Rex is the exact opposite of the yeah. perception of what he is. So I kind of liked how they kind of played opposites with that. I guess if I were to choose another favorite in, uh, uh, character who's not the lead, it would have to be... Um, it would it, it would have to I, I like uh, I like uh, the pig the piggy bank guy mm-hmm. he's great uh, what's the name of the actor from Cheers he was the male yeah John Ratson yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yes. and I think he's voiced every uh, Pixar yes, he, character in every Pixar movie since Toy Story if yeah, I if he's, I remember he's, correctly he's done it uh, yeah I um my 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 I have a two a dual like on on the ancillary characters yeah. I like. Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head, because oh, yes, I love yes, Don yes. Rickles. Yes. And the classic, uh, what are you looking at, you hockey puck? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. It was in the first movie, And then, right? of course, the, uh, the, the mother puck. from Seinfeld, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and, and Estelle, uh, uh, what's her last name? Uh, yeah, Am I thinking of her character <laughs> from Seinfeld? <laughs> Estelle Harris. Yes, she was uh, George Costanza's mother. Yeah. And, yes, and, um, and also then tied with them, the Barbies. Yeah. Whatever Barbie format or Barbie. Yeah, My sister with, with was a huge and, Barbie yeah. fan when oh, yeah. we were kids. And and I think they just handled that. They, they gave her enough satire, but enough tribute to make it very, very funny. Barbie essentially is comic relief in the Toy oh, yes. Story films. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, and the other characters do kind of seem like comic relief to a certain extent. Sure. You know, it's like mostly it's like Buzz, Woody. And then when you go into the sequels, you have Jesse, right. Bullseye, right. you know, uh, the Prospector, right. uh, Lotso. You know, like the the antagonist got much more interesting after Sid, which yeah. I guess a fun fact: Sid was the uh, garbage man in Toy Story Three. <laughs> you know, who's always go, but but I don't know if that's true or not. What? Although the animators said that Sid was kind of like their version of what an animator would be as a kid, because in the end, we really played with toys the way Sid did. I think most of us, you know. Well, you know what's amazing, too, is that I, I love how the animators try to bring in the classic voices like Rickles and, yeah. and, um, and Ratzenberger to a degree. But in this one, in, um, in this new one, they bring yeah. in Carl Reiner and, and Mel Brooks. Oh, my God. They Those, Mel Brooks is in the Spoiler new alert, but uh, yeah. Um, he, Mel plays uh, Melephant Brooks and Carl Reiner. <laughs> 
Carl Reiner plays Carl Reiner Oceros. So, no, I, I like that they, they tribute the old-timey guys. Yeah. Uh, Rickles, uh, Rickles had a career revival, in, in a sense. I mean, he yeah. was, Rickles never had a downturn in his career. No. But, but, but bringing him to a new audience was real significant for him. Yeah. And uh, he said uh, in his later years that he would be approached as much for Mr. Patea Head as he was being Don Rickles, which he enjoyed immensely. Right. So the, the the true beauty of Toy Story is with the secondary characters because you have toys. You literally have a toy chest right. of you know other sort of characters you can bring. I remember the telephone from Toy Story three, where right. you know you expect him to have this cute voice and you pick up the receiver and he's like, "Hey, cowboy!" You yeah, got yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, also too, you know they they mix uh, in the ones they made up like Woody and yeah. Buzz. With with Barbie and Mr. Potato Head and Slinky yeah, Michael Dog, Michael Keaton is Ken. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just <laughs> it, um, it it's funny because uh, there are classic toys that we all, you know, understand as uh, as a sort of a shorthand for everybody. Yeah. Um, and it was it, um, in four they bring in the um, the old ventriloquist dummy, which that was the original concept classic. for Woody. Yeah. It was always, always a classic. Woody my was my a, brother had a yeah. ventriloquist dummy. I think everybody in the last three generations had one person that got a ventriloquist dummy. Yeah, so growing up, Christmas what kind birthday. of toys did you have? Like, well, what toys resonate with you yeah. as a kid, you know, as an yeah. adult today? Because that's well, the I thing can, about I can toys. barely remember, but I, I did like... Um, I did like the ones that spurred imagination. Uh, mm. We we did. My brothers and I had a lot of action figures. Yeah. We liked our GI Joe. Well, not so much GI Joes. We liked the the kind of the the superhero knockoffs. Yeah. Uh, the Mego, uh, the first series of superheroes. We had a complete collection of Captain Action, Captain which is action. which is which is, is another. Uh, um, uh, but but we liked games too yeah as like i recall games. yeah god that's a great question man I, I really if i had thought about it before i i sat down i <laughs> probably could have come well, up with okay. things no. but we we were really trendy i mean we you know our 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 uh, our big time was late 60s to about 80. yeah so for some reason my parents knew the zeitgeist or mm. we we beg for the zeitgeist so we had a Knievel doll in our family we did have hot wheels is a huge thing too. hot wheels everybody had that case with their collection of hot wheels um and all the way up to the first video games which my brother my younger brother mike was the uh was the guy who drove that one so it, it was atari just or? yeah the atari we had the atari we had the pong we had the you know it um did you but have the one where you had to put the screen over the screen where, like, you just have two dots, but the screen would have a layout for where uh, the dot would go? No, well, I don't recall that, but I know that the early ones, I know we had the early, we were, I think, literally one of the first in the neighborhood to have Pong, and I have no idea, maybe my younger brother wanted it badly, yeah. and everybody was just gobsmacked. You yeah. know, we're talking... Uh, uh, 77, 78, 79, I can't remember the exact year, but everybody's like, oh my God, and it literally would sit there for hours. <laughs> it's like mind-blowing back then. It you know? is. I mean, I, I, it so is. So then, like, you know, when 19... 
I don't know how anybody's five. mind's blown now. Are kids' minds blown today? I yeah, mean, they're practically, that's they're practically, that I, yeah. they practically sit in the movie today yeah. with modern video games. I, I just Oh, don't. yeah, if you play like Uncharted or... And of course, you know, uh, the online stuff has, has, uh, has created a new, you know, energy that is beyond my comprehension. Oh, yeah, you get the good people and then the trolls. And yeah, I'm very thankful that I grew up I'd say around the 80s because like I, I was born I'll just give it away I was born in 85 what yeah <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm grateful for that because I grew up around So you were 10 years old when that first one came out yeah perfect yeah perfect, perfect age yeah. you know yeah. for, so of course it resonates with me a lot um, um, what were your favorite toys? Okay, so yeah, because I was about to talk, talk about like how Toy Story. So you're you're talking your 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 sweet spot was from like early '90s through about yeah. 2000. Yeah. So what what, what so were your uh, my favorite toys had to be they were they weren't the ones that sparked imagination because when I was a kid they put the imagination on the screen. Sure. For us, you sure. Know? Absolutely. So it's, I, it's a huge difference. Yeah, I had the uh toy set for the x-men television series nice. so i had the x-men base i had wolverine nice. and beast i had the teenage mutant ninja turtles yeah that was you know. big that yeah was yeah i had all those guys and uh i also had um let's see oh batman 1989 very good and yeah and when i went to c2e2 this year I remember I, I said it in my little uh, little Roger Ebert video, like, I came here for the toys. I better oh. find some 1989 Batman stuff. And I ended up finding a cow that was pretty detailed. For, you know, like, I, I, it's so funny. I just did another uh, podcast about the 89 Batman. Yeah, I'm doing the same one was, for Batman Returns. I was um, very pleased to see that that held up beautifully it really right? did yeah i just bought I, my brother-in-law it's, it's like a classic it's like talking about casablanca 30 years after that came out you know in the 70s i never thought you i'd hear batman again. and casablanca using the same sentence <laughs> classic films hold yeah. up yeah they really do and it's, it's is it classic for its look or for it's classic its... for its transitioning powers mm-hmm it's mm -hmm. the one that really stepped over the line. Superman was close, but Superman was not produced by the right people. Batman was produced by the right people. Yeah. Michael Uslan, I have to give him credit. Mm. He's the one that, that bought the rights to uh, make Batman movies. And he was insistent on bringing it back to the Bob Kane days mm. where he was the brooding dark knight yeah. uh, of, of the, you know, and... Um, also influenced by Dark Knight Returns, yes. the graphic novels, yes. influenced by The Killing Joke. I mean, mm -hmm. it, it all came together in, in, a, in a perfectly uh, cast movie. Um, it, I, I forgot how much kind of Batman's in the background because of Nicholson's Joker, but still, yeah. still, they were great. It was a great protagonist, antagonist situation, and it just works once again. Yeah. Even well, to the end, even to the ironic beautifully done ending so yeah. I, I was very very pleased the 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 ironic ending being i don't think we're giving away spoilers no 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 point. not at this point um with, with, she with, gets into the car yeah and um, he's gonna be late right she says i'm not surprised right yeah right. Yeah, 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 yeah. right yeah 
Yeah, Batman. But yeah, I had the 89 one. I had the Joker where you dip his face. I want to talk about Batman so bad that one. <laughs> I'm talking about it, though, on Ian's podcast. Yeah, no, I'm talking about Batman Returns on it uh-huh. uh, in July. I'm excited. Uh, but uh, yeah, I had the uh, Joker uh, toy where you would dip the face in water and it would wash off awesome. the makeup. <laughs> and then I would have the Batmobile, the Batwing, Batman himself. Um, I found Bob the Goon on eBay. You know that um, Nicholson got a piece of the merchandising. Yeah, he was smart. And what he, he said, <laughs> I don't want a salary. I just want a percentage of the merchandise. And, well, and the gross. Yeah. He, he cleared $60 million from that. Oh, he, he made a ton of money. Yeah. And uh, But, yeah, those were really big toys for me. And then, of course... Toy Story was big for me, and the reason Toy Story, um, I, the, the reason toys, I think, are so close to us and Toy Story works is because we remember the toys that we grow up with, and do you ever go through your old stuff and you run into an old toy, and then well, the I memories mean, come flooding yeah, in? nostalgically, like, oh. you know, if you go online, I'm yeah. sure you can get a, a toy catalog from, let's say, what would be my prime years. Yeah, I only want to say, but 69, yeah. 70, 71, 72. And if I look at those, I would be like, wow, you know, my God, you know, that that's if, if, if you would have given me this question a week ago, that's probably what I would have done. Oh, no, I wanted to understand. Be, I wanted but to I, be no, I, I'm glad yeah. you did contemporary, uh, you know, extemporaneously because yeah. I. I ju- it just it just brings back a lot of great because now you now you start remembering my them. my my brother passed away last year and yeah. um, he was the guy who was the pop culture guy in our mm. family and he mm. was the one that brought in all of those uh, items that were associated with comics and yeah movies I remember you told me you collected a lot of comics yeah he he was he was the that. one he was the one yeah. that did it and uh, I before he passed I I, I I would say to him with every new superhero movie because we always had download a week later after he saw it. We always talk, th- thought about it for a week and then we would talk for an hour and a half on the phone about it. Yeah. But he, I, I always said at the end or the beginning of these conversations is that the current era of movies was made for the way we grew up yeah. in, in the comic books. So yeah. cheers to him, yeah. Mr. Ovia. Cheers. Thank you. Yeah. But see. That's what toys bring to us. It brings mm-hmm. us memories. It brings us. It makes us remember the ones that we love. Right. And and that's why Toy Story works. Yeah. That's why it works. It's so. That's resonant. why it rains. That's why it will continue to rain as long as they want yeah. to rain. I could get into the plot of each film, but right. I think yeah, I just think we us can, talking I think, about yeah, I think this. just talking about the good good toys is is pretty much the best tribute yeah. you can give to the whole series. And yeah, because so, I uh, remember in, um, and I include this in my essay, uh-huh. um, which is on yypareviews.com. There um, you go. And um, I remember Burger King in 96 when the movie was going on home video. Uh, they had three, I guess they were talking toys, but mine didn't talk. I don't know. Maybe they uh-huh. ripped me off, those bastards. Uh-huh. Uh, but... They uh, they had Buzz, Woody, and an RC car. They were very well produced toys. Like man, the toys they give away back then were just like 
like how am I getting this? Yeah, and they're, they're, they were they were much much better manufactured yeah. back then. So my folks would take me way out of the way to get these toys, and nice. we call the Burger King ahead of time to make sure they had that one toy because I didn't want to just get another Buzz, another Woody. It was really hard to find RC actually. <laughs> and did you do you still have any of those? Yes. So oh, great. the point of this story is, I don't know what happened to Buzz. I don't know what happened to RC. <laughs> but I still have Woody. And when I think of that Woody, I remember when my late pet rabbit would grab it by the hand and <laughs> drag it across the floor. And you'd hear, like, the the hollow boots clanking against the ground. And now with my one-year-old nephew, I gave him that toy. And he instantly fell in love with it. He usually destroys everything like the preschoolers at the uh, Summer Day Care Center in Toy Story 3. But here he's gentle with it. He like hugs it. He goes to sleep with it. And he, whenever Toy Story comes on screen, he sees Woody's face. He'll go from running around the room to just sitting still while holding that doll. Amazing. And it just reminds you of the power of these films right. and to me now playing with that toy my other toys with him I felt like Andy handing off the next generation of toys to another to someone else so now when I see that scene it resonates so much more well you know, I because I, I know what one, one of my colleagues uh he we did a video with him way back where he was kind of saying oh that's so stupid like a grown man's playing with toys with a kid but you know, now that I see the, uh, now that I now that I have someone who's younger, and maybe one day I'll have children, I can see myself playing with toys with them, and oh, I absolutely. play with Woody with him today. And you never lose your connection yeah. to it. You, you never. I mean, you you can sit down if if you if you were to sit me down in front of an antique toy yeah. that I had as a kid. I'd know exactly what to do with it. Yeah. And if I was playing with a child with it, I would do the same things I did with it. Yeah. And the child would connect to the way they do, they do it. And uh, that just, uh, that, that never changes, man. Yeah. That never changes. And uh, I think that's the best tribute to Toy Story you can ever, yeah. you know, talk about. Because although they always worry about being, because it, 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 it relates to themes of what's going to happen in our lives when people we love maybe don't care for us anymore. Or what's going to happen when we move on in our lives or people that we know pass away or that, you know, we end up. Because the thing is, is that we know that we all wither. We all get older. But we can always fight for a fruitful present. And we, the, the thing that really resonates with me is that you can never take away my youth. You know, no matter how old I get. I can always be young in spirit. And Toy Story kind of represents that innocence and that optimism for always having not just a better future, but a but but a but but a, a better remembrance a, a of your past. Yeah, a better remembrance of your past, fulfilling presence. So yeah, these movies are extremely effective because of that. Right. And it doesn't matter if it's a kid's film or not, because you know what? They might be kids' films. But as adults, we get them so much more. So I think when most people go to see Toy Story 4, yeah, there'll be kids in the audience, but there'll be a lot of grown men like me, 
you know. <laughs> just don't sit just by him, kids, all right? Yeah. Uh, you want to stay away from strangers like that. Yeah. Stranger danger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you see if you see a short guy with a beer belly and long hair and a beard, stay away from him. Uh, no, actually, no. You'll probably agree. Yeah, you'll probably <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, uh, Pat, so much for coming. You're welcome, on. sir. I always yeah. enjoy this. Go on HollywoodChicago.com yep. and check out his Toy Story 4 review. Yep, tonight. Cool. Yep. It's gonna be uh, what, is, what is the date today? June, today is uh, June 19th. June 19th. Right? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to be uploading this, I think, like, in the next day or maybe even today. Very good. So, uh, And then on YPA Reviews, my review will be up in one or two days. Right. Thank you so much again, Pat. And Yo, to infinity. Probably. And beyond!